Welcome to the MMB Lifestyle Podcast, a lifestyle podcast where we learn about, share, and discuss topics around health, fitness, and personal development. My name is Mundia, and I will be your host. Hello, listeners, and welcome to today's episode of the MMB Lifestyle Podcast. My guest today is one of the strongest women that I know. She is the current Axel Press female Africa record holder, my friends, and she's also one of the strongest women in Zambia. She's also placed third in the Arnold Classic Africa Strong Women's Open in 2019. And not only is she strong in her body, she's strong in her mind and practices yoga. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to welcome to the show, Cherry. Cherry, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It is an absolute pleasure. Now, just getting to know you a little bit more. Tell us, where are you from? A little bit more about you. Where are you from? Um, I'm from Zambia. Uh, I was born in Mozambique, in Maputo, uh, raised across Southern Africa. Um, but yes, yeah, settled, in, settled in Zambia, settled in Osaka. And okay. the, the third of four. Yeah. Okay. And what was it like growing up there? You know what? I can only remember a few recent years, to be honest. <laughs> the earlier <laughs> years are a blur. Um, but uh, the years that I can remember were loud. Yeah. I come from a very loud family, um, very um, warm, open family, full of jokes, full of, um, we pick on each other a lot, but there, there's lots of love. Okay. And may I ask, how many siblings do you have? I have three siblings, two older. Um, the first two... Um, First, older sister, older brother, younger sister. Okay. And has have you always been active or into sport and training? I know you've mentioned you've lived in various countries. Um, what role has sport or fitness played, you know, throughout your life? To be honest, I don't think I took fitness seriously growing up. Like, I, I can distinctly remember in school, I did not like PE. I was yeah. always that kid that had a note. Okay, yes. I know those, yes. But funny enough, I always played a sport. I was never very good at any any sport, but, you know, I was always on the sport. I was always, I tried basketball, I tried tennis, I tried netball, I played badminton, um, tried rugby for a bit, tried soccer. Like, I think I I went through literally every sport in every school, um, but didn't really take it seriously. I think until... Uh, my second year in university. Then I started going to the gym. Then I started playing volleyball more seriously, um, basketball as well. And then all the other ball sports fell to the side. I'm like, okay, I, can, I think I can do this gym thing. The gym felt like a challenge. Weightlifting felt like a challenge. So I stuck with it. And I liked the look on people's faces when they saw me lift a dumbbell that I shouldn't conventionally <laughs> be able to lift. It's like, oh, okay, okay, yeah. that's what that does. Okay, we'll stick with it. That's awesome. Okay. And that's, thank you so much for, for sharing that. And what has been maybe the biggest benefit for you so far, you know, in, you know, kind of sticking to that uh, lifestyle of either going to the gym and things like that. What is the biggest benefit for you that you've seen so far? Um, the relationship I have with my body has changed. I've always been, despite all the sports I played, um, I've always been a very heavy set girl I've always been chunky like I joke with my sister like you could roll me down the road that's the type of chunky I was and I didn't like it because I, I knew I was active but it didn't look like I was active so 
when I when I started when I took that relationship seriously, it made me appreciate all the things that I can do. And then I stopped looking at myself like, oh, there's something wrong with me. So that 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 would be the, probably the biggest takeaway. Yeah, and just considering that you know as well, and now you are pretty much into strongman, you know, kind of lifting heavy weights and things like that. And we're going to get into it a little bit later. Um, before we get into that, we're going to talk a little bit about yoga. So as I mentioned in the introduction, you know, you practice yoga. How did you get into yoga? Because I'm wondering how strong man meets <laughs> yoga. You know, is that strong in the mind, strong in the body? <laughs> um, yoga is actually interesting how I got into it in the sense that I was at a point in my life where it seemed like nothing was going right. Uh, my, 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 my spirit wasn't right. My mind wasn't right. My, my work wasn't right. My relationships weren't right. Everything just felt like, like nothing was happening and I'm Christian. And so the disconnect didn't make sense. And I'm not someone who likes to point things and say, this is your fault. This is your fault. So I didn't want to do that. I was like, okay, we need to figure out what to do. How are we going to fix this? But I had no, I had no clue. And then luckily at the time, I ran into um, a woman that I had um, idolized for a long time because in Zambia, she's the only woman of color that's doing yoga. She's a renowned yoga teacher, Tawani Clark. And I started doing my teacher training course with her. Um, and through the course, a lot of things that it, it was almost like therapy for me. So it's, it's, it's kind of stuck with me even as I'm doing strongman. I don't think I could do strongman without yoga. I don't think I could walk without doing yoga. So um, that, that's kind of how it measures and it's, it's my therapy in a sense. Okay. And how often do you practice? Do you practice quite regularly? I, I practice my own practice. I like to practice at least six days a week. Okay. Um, now I have a lot more time on my hands. So yeah. I practice as often as I can. But yeah, I, I like to stick to at least six days of a personal practice. Yeah. And I think it's so awesome that you shared with us, you know, how you got into yoga when you were not in the best of spaces. Because I also last year really got into yoga and was practicing consistently for, for months on end and actually started um, getting really into it when, when the first lockdown hit around March. And I think it was really, um, similarly, I was feeling a bit confused about the whole situation <laughs> of what was going on and things like that. And I felt like I needed something to just be, to help me be more centered. Yeah. And yeah, so I think that's yeah. something that drives one to, to practice the more spiritual part of yoga you know not the the, the more physical <laughs> contorting yourself which is another thing it's more that spiritual practice um which really drew me to it which was yeah thank you for for sharing that part <laughs> and for people who have never practiced yoga you know what would you like them to know about yoga because there are various conceptions about yoga and what it is that you need to be able to do all these you know impossible positions what would you say to you know for those who have never practiced um I would say you need to be open-minded. Not everything is what it seems from the outside. You need to be open-minded. When I when I started taking yoga seriously, I thought, okay, it's all about you know, putting your, your big toe in your left ear and stuff. Like. It's all about <laughs> contorting yes. and chanting and stuff like that. But yoga, <laughs> yoga is incredibly personal. It can be spiritual if you allow it to be, but it's, it's a very personal journey. It's a very internal journey. You will realize that even through your practice, 
when it comes to your physical being, some of the things that you thought were of high priority aren't so much because it forces you to kind of focus, to look internally first before you, there's even the stretching and all of that. It forces you to kind of take a step back, um, humble yourself in a sense and just know that, okay, we're here now. Let's get through this moment, this now. The rest will come later. That's awesome. And do you also teach as well or do you just practice? I do teach, yes. You do teach as well. That's awesome. And for the listeners, where do you teach? You know, do you teach like classes? I mean, probably now it's, you know, difficult or there are no classes going on. Or do you do one-on-one sessions? There are still a few classes going on. Um, uh, right now I have classes at Lifestyle Gym at East Park. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have classes at Bonanza, Golf, the Bonanza Resort uh, off Hungary Road. Okay. And for the listeners as well who are located in Lusaka, we're going to put all those um, links to those places in the show notes. So for those who are interested, they can get in touch. Now, just transitioning over into the strongman, you know, topic. So, you know, I'm not sure how do you, the term strongman, okay, is strongman the name of the competition that one take parts in? Or are you a strong man, woman, or are you just a strong <laughs> woman? Because I would get confused with, you know, which is which. Is strongman the name of the competition or the discipline? A strongman is the name of the discipline, I would say. Okay. And then within strongman, mm-hmm. then you have strong men and strong women. Okay, got it. Yeah. Okay, got it. Now yeah. it makes sense because I always get confused and now I'm like, okay, glad that that's cleared out. When I started, I'm like, I don't know what to call myself. Am I a strong man? Am I a strong woman? Am I just strong? <laughs> like, I don't know like, what label do I attach. So, <laughs> exactly. So I, I, I know I can relate. <laughs> and how did you get into, you know, because you, you mentioned earlier about the gym and everything. So how did you really transition now into the strong mind? Because that's quite a step from just going to the gym and lifting weights and then are really making lifting heavy weights your, your discipline. There, there's, there's two parts. To that question, I think. Um, I remember watching Strongman and Strongman shows with my dad when we were really younger. Like I, I remember he'd call, he'd call us from the kitchen for doing the dishes and say, come and see this, come and see that. So I think my growing up, that curiosity had always kind of been fed or nurtured. And then when I started working out, I had in my mind, I was like, I'm going to be strong. I want to be strong. Like, okay, it's nice to have like muscles that are that are showing and all this, but I want to be strong. That, that's what I wanted to do. And then at some point in in college, when I started taking um, the weight seriously, I was like, I'm going to be Zambia's first. I've never seen a woman do strong man. I'm going to be Zambia's first. Um, and I did, but I didn't know who to go to. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know where to start. But I said, you know what? It's fine. If the opportunity comes, I'm going to be ready. So I had trained, I had worked out with the mind of being strong. And then in the gym, um, a couple of guys saw me train um, and they said, hey, why don't you, have you thought about this? Melvin actually started asking me to join Strongman a while back. I'm like, you know what? I don't don't know you like that. Um, (laughs) And then someone else who did Strongman asked me, you know, why don't you come through for one of our our training sessions, see see what it's like. So I'm like, okay. I showed up and yeah, I, I stayed. So here we are. <laughs> that is 
Fantastic. And you mentioned as well, so you train with, with Melvin, who is also a fellow M&B Lifestyle Brand Ambassador. And I see you guys training, like you guys literally help to get me out of bed when I go to train. Because <laughs> when like he goes live to train, I'm like, okay, these guys are already at it. I better get my butt out of bed and go to the gym. And I'm glad something's working for us. <laughs> no, absolutely. And you sharing those videos, I mean, at least for me, the direct impact you guys have literally had on me determining if I'm going to work out that day when I wake up and I feel like <laughs> not doing Sounds it. Sounds a little like peer pressure, but you know, I'm glad we're helping. In a good sense in a good sense and I and I need that it's peer pressure in a good sense totally like self-imposed because I know it's going to be there and it's going to keep me it's going to keep me going now of course there must be some challenges you know being in a sport which is not a typical female sport I mean probably in Zambia you are one of the pioneers of the sport I haven't known of another uh, woman in Zambia who's taken part in you know strongman or such things what are some of the challenges that you that you face challenges are a whole bunch, <laughs> a whole bunch of challenges. But um, firstly, I, I would say being underestimated sometimes can play on your own confidence, even when you know that, okay, guys, I can, I can lift this, I can push this, I can pull this. But because you hear so many voices coming at you at once saying, you don't need to do this, you shouldn't do this, you can't do this. Sometimes it makes you think, okay, but why, why am I killing myself? Like, what am I doing? I can't do this. So sometimes, all, all, all the background noise impacts your confidence. That's the first thing. And then there's so many misconceptions about being a woman and lifting weights. Oh, yes. This, this oh, no, I know that. that women do, <laughs> yes. Right? Oh, boy. <laughs> don't if I tell weight. you the <laughs> amount of comments and body shaming and hate comments that I've Ooh. gotten, I am like, I have thick skin. You can call me anything. It's good. I'm good. <laughs> It's taken me a minute, but I'm like, oh, okay. So wait, you're actually watching me. Okay, okay, okay. So I made your day is what you're saying. Exactly. I gave you something. So I'm like, okay, yeah. I can do this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then there's also um, support because I'm the only woman right now that trains with a whole bunch of guys. There's obviously that talk about, okay, what type of dynamic is there? What type of relationship is there? And if only people knew that, you know, what these these guys actually see me as a sister. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you don't understand. Like, I'm 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 their little sister. I call Melvin Uncle Melvin. All all the other guys, like, and then there's also when it comes to um, getting the the stuff you need to support your training. It's harder as a woman to convince a would be sponsor or um, a would be well wisher that you know what I'm I'm taking this seriously. I I'm legitimating the things that I'm I'm doing. I'm not doing this. It's not a phase for me. It's not a trend. I'm here to stay. I want to make an impact. I want to change mindset. I want to make history. But you know what? I can't do it on my own. Um, there's that, and then there's constant worry from your family because my mom has seen some of my videos and she's like, "Aren't you? Aren't you? Are you okay?" Yeah. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> too heavy. Put it down. <laughs> You're gonna You're hurt really yourself. <laughs> no, I still want grandchildren. I'm like, no, mom, I'm okay. I'm okay. It's all right. Um. So yeah, there's a whole myriad of 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 challenges, and then yeah, but you know what? You kind of just have to buckle down and decide whether or not you want to do it. To be successful in anything, I think it needs to kind of be an obsession, and I I think I, I'm I'm there. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that, Cherry. Especially, you know, the part that you mentioned when you said when you were 
you know, just starting out with with um, Stormwind and you were like, I don't know where this is going, but I know this is something I want to do. I want to continue doing. Sometimes we don't always know how we're going to get to where we want to go, but you need to know where it is you want to go, right? And along the way to, if you know where it is where you want to go, along the way, it's going to reveal to itself. The things are going to come that are going to help you along the way, as long as you're you're working towards that um, that particular thing. And I so salute you for keeping up and doing the thing that makes you happy, because that's another thing. We often do things with the consider. It's always like, oh, what do other people think? And other people are telling you, oh, no, don't do this, no, do this. But this could be your thing. This is like, there's nobody, I always say as well, there's nobody in this world like you as an individual. So there's nobody that can bring what you can bring to any particular situation. Your unique perspective is is for you alone because you're the one that lives with yourself in your head, with your spirit and all these things. And uh, what are they called? Um, All these desires that we have. It's coming from, no. it's within, right? And then, (laughs) so we should literally like keep pursuing it. This is your thing. So thank you so much for, for continuing. Because when you do that, you inspire so many people to to follow Aww. whatever it is that they do, especially when it's not the typical conventional, <laughs> what everybody's so. expecting. So. <laughs> and now, so when it comes to training, consistency is something that, you know, a lot of people struggle with, not only just in fitness and health, you know, just getting to any discipline to get even to your level. So what helps you with being consistent? Because that's a key to a lot of making progress in any area. What helps you to stay consistent? Um, for me, it's, I think, because I do this competitively. In the back of my mind, I'm always thinking, she's doing more than me. I'm flaking on how I'm eating today. She's eating just fine. I'm flaking on the gym today. She, um, and also, like, I, I feel guilty if I, if I don't do something that I said I was going to do. Like I'm someone who, even though it seems like the whole world is against a particular project or a particular goal, if I don't follow through, if I don't go to bed every night thinking that I've done everything I could possibly do, I have done an injustice to myself and injustice to the people that raised me. Like I can't, I can't, it, it unsettles my spirit if I do that. So knowing that one, there's someone outworking me, there's someone out training me, there's someone out eating me. I can't, how can I be comfortable going home and saying, okay, no, it was a good day, guys. Let's go to bed. Yeah. No, yeah. I can't, I can't do that. Absolutely. That is like a true competitive spirit. I mean, I'm like, see, <laughs> I'm just like seeing you, you know, getting ready. It's, it's game on, right? It's literally game on. <laughs> game on every day. Yeah. All day, every day, right? And the funny thing is that when you're a competitor, you know the effort that you put into what it is that you do. So you know how much more you can bring. And that eats you up sometimes more than what, you know, because you know how much you put in, how much, how, you know, how much you either dieted, how was your nutrition, how much you trained. Did you skimp on a rep here and there? Did you stop early? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny when, when it's, when there's weeks like that, you can even see it in, when, in the videos when I'm training with Melvin that, my energy starts to dip. Like my attitude during training starts to dip because I know that I didn't pull that weight when I should have. I, I, I didn't carry the bar properly. So I'm like, you know what? You need to snap out of it. This week has been rough for me in general, but I pushed through. And today I did not want to be in the gym. Like, nope, I don't want to do it. But I was up, now I was in the gym. And I dealt with Uncle Melvin the whole day. I'm like, okay, you know what? You did it. 
tomorrow's another day. Yeah. And thank you for sharing that because sometimes it's, um, you're not always on, right? There's some days when you just have your kind of off days and you literally just go through um, based on, on habit and knowing that you need to do it and get it done. You know, you're not always going to feel super motivated, <laughs> but you still mm -hmm. get it done. You still get it done. True, true. Now, you talked a little bit about nutrition, so I'm pretty interested about that. Do you eat in a particular way or do you have like a, a special plan and do you have like an on-season and off-season diet? Um, what does your nutrition look like? Um, I'll be honest with you. My nutrition right now is all over the place. Like, I'm not going to lie. Um, and that's mostly because I haven't planned. Like this year, I haven't done the planning that I know I should have. So I'm slowly getting back into, into um, the fact that, you know what, the world keeps turning. Um, so what I do like to do is keep, um, I like to keep my diet clean. I'm lucky enough to get farm fresh food. So even I know where the meat that I eat comes from. I know where the vegetables I eat come from. Um, I try not to eat as many carbs as I should, but doing this type of sport, you can't not eat a lot of carbs. Of course, you um, need the energy. Yeah. Exactly. So um, I, I just try and keep it as clean as possible. I'm someone who doesn't like eating in the first place. Like it's hard for me to sit through three meals. Yeah. So I try and um, I try and get in as much as I can without feeling like I'm torturing myself. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Okay. And when you when you have your plan and everything set, do you track calories or macros? And if so, do you aim for a specific amount a day or in a training day and things like that? Or do you more stick to just the, the type of food? I stick to the type of food more than the macros. I try to stick with macros, but it was too much. Like it, it was for me personally, it was yeah. too much eating. Yeah. I know there are some people, like I have a very good friend of mine who counts her macros, like down to water. She will count her macros and she's consistent. And she's also a beast in the gym in her own discipline. And I'm like, you know what? This this is your strength. I I, yeah. <laughs> I will stick. <laughs> I will stick to just making sure I've eaten enough, making sure that I'm not walking around feeling hungry at any point. Um, but yeah, I try and I try and go for the quality of the meal because I know that's the more nutritious meal and that is what will last longer in my system. Yeah. And are you able to share with us, you know, any future plans in terms of you competing this year? Of course, depending on how, you know, everything pans out with the current situation or general health and fitness goals that you have. Do you have like a, I don't know, a, a PR that you're trying to beat and things like that? <laughs> I, I do have a couple of PRs. I would like to join the 100 Club in the overhead. Um, okay. So that means pushing anything above 100 kg when it goes overhead. Yeah, I would like to get to that point. I would like to be able to break 250 on the deadlift. Um, I know Whoa. the lady. It sounds like a lot, but I'm what like, is your oh, max deadlift? Now, since we're talking numbers, you know, what is your <laughs> max deadlift? Because now I'm interested. <laughs> what is your uh, max right now? Is 225. 225 kilos, folks. She's yes, pulling 225 kilos <laughs> off the ground. <laughs> My max deadlift is about half of that. A little bit more. Than <laughs> you know, we all start somewhere. So That's <laughs> exactly. I'm at the beginning of my strongman journey. So. My career. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, I'd like to be able to pull 250. Um, in a perfect role, I would like to be able to get to 300 by the end of the year. But 
250 between now and I would like to say May. That that that's my goal. Um, when it comes to the deadlift in terms of competitions this year, I'd very much like to be able to go for the Arnold Classic in May. I'd also like to go for the um, Africa Africa Strongest in December. I did go last year. I was lucky enough to place um, second. You placed second. Class. Wow. Yes, ma'am. Um, and then, done. <laughs> and then also I'd like to go for the um, official Strongman Games. I got my invite for November. For November. November this year in Florida. Okay. Yeah, so and the other those two are the three comps I'm targeting. Okay. And have you have you already qualified for all those three or do you need to qualify for them? So you're invited you're invited for the one in Florida in November. So you've qualified for all three. Yeah. So now it's literally just mm-hmm. do the events happen or not, train for them and exactly. be ready. Exactly. Oh, that exactly. sounds fantastic. Yeah. Looking forward to <laughs> To seeing how the year is going to pan out, super exciting. You and me both. Super <laughs> exciting. Now, just in closing, because I'm just looking at how much time we have left, and I want to get a couple more questions in. Um, so what keeps you going? You know, I know you've talked a little bit about how, you know, you're into competing as well, and just within yourself and knowing that you can do better. Is there anything or anyone particular that inspires you in what you do? If you had asked me this question um, four years ago, I would have probably said um, myself. Um, but I lost my dad in 2019, just before leaving for um, Arnold's. And leading up to that competition, his reaction to the news that this was a sport I was taking seriously, it, it kind of evolved from amusement to concern to encouragement. I remember that he said a lot of things and he would always ask like, so how's the preps going? How's how's the fundraising going? How are you feeling? How's this? What numbers are you pulling? And I'm like, okay, first of all, Daddy, like I didn't even know you <laughs> You're half interested. of these things. Like, <laughs> and then so making sure that I do justice to the faith that he had in me. Yeah. That's one. And then the family that I have left with me here, like you have no idea how insane this hype team is. My younger sister is probably my biggest cheerleader. Even when I've had the worst day, she's yeah. like, eh, did you die? <laughs> but did you yeah, die? Not <laughs> exactly. So can you go back? Can you go back <laughs> into the gym? You're fine. Oh, my older it. sister, my older sister is like, okay, so what do you need? Are you love okay? It. Have you slept? Have you eaten? My brother, my brother's a cheerleader. Like he, him and my young sister get like gold medals for being cheerleaders. He calls yeah. me squats. I do not know. I don't <laughs> understand. He calls me squats. So uh, yeah, my, 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 my family right now, probably for a long time will be my, my driving force. They keep me going when I feel like, you know what guys, it's okay. Let me just go to the farm. I'll be fine. Like, do we really need me to have biceps and quads? No, just. I'll go to the farm. So family, family is the biggest driving force for me. Yeah. And you know, in all that you do, Cherry, you have, you are making such an impact and inspiring so many people that you may not even know. Like I mentioned, you know, I follow you and have been following you on social media for a while and seeing you as well in, you know, mutual friends feeds when you train and things like that. And that, you know, the ability to inspire, even when you don't even want to, you're just doing your thing. You're being you. Um, <laughs> it's helping a lot of people. So please don't stop. 
<laughs> keep on doing you and you know doing whatever feels true to you and thank um, you i i don't think i'll stop anytime soon to be honest that's awesome and if you knew that you only had 24 hours to live so i typically ask the guests on the show this question what would you do with those 24 hours and you know if you consider that location is no consideration money is no object what would you do with 24 hours that's a rough one that's a tricky one um (laughs) what would I do with 24 hours I would spend an hour in the gym I'd spend two hours in the gym I would spend the rest with my mom that sounds like a pretty good life not the most exciting (laughs) answer but yeah that's perfect yeah not the most exciting answer but yeah that's actually you know fascinating when I ask people that question it's typically down to things that they do every day you know once in a while you get an answer of go like paragliding or skydiving but most literally do things that you do every day so that's also like kind of a a reminder of you're getting the thing you're doing that you're doing the things that you know that feel feel true to you so thank you so much for sharing that that was an interesting question thanks for asking because now I'm like (laughs) Am I sure that's what I Am mean? I sure? No, you can't change the answer now. You already answered. It's already out there. <laughs> and so where can people go to find you, Jerry, uh, Cherry, if they're interested in following your journey, um, your social media handles or things like that, which I will also include in the show notes? Um, they could find me on Instagram um, at my thickest bitchish. Um, one word, no, 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 full stop, no, nothing. My biggest British on Instagram, my biggest British on Facebook. Awesome. Cherry, thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. And, you know, I can't wait to the next time, you know, when I come to Zambia, I would love to have the honor of tra- training with you guys. And so looking forward to hopefully one day when we can train together. You and me both, like we need to do this. We need to do this. COVID be damned. Absolutely. We're going to do this one day. And so thank you so much for being on the podcast once again. Really appreciate it and your time. Thank you so much once again for having me and for everything that you're doing for the sport, uh, especially in Zambia. So thank you very much. Oh, my pleasure. We're only just getting started. (laughs) We're only just getting started. (laughs) And to you, my dear listeners, I really appreciate you spending time with us today. And until next time, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Bye for now. You have been listening to the MMB Lifestyle Podcast. For more, please visit mmblifestyle.com or you can also follow the MMB Lifestyle Instagram page at mmb.lifestyle.